Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. That's Lucas Perdomo. That's Ellis Skaggs, and together we are The Kitchen Sink. We are a debate cast, and each week we are creating a new podcast on a different topic. This week we are talking about conspiracy theories about the moon. All right, so um, I'm just going to get us started with some sort of like facts about the moon, I guess. So this is according to NASA, by the way, all of our, um, you know, sites where we're getting this information from will be linked in the description below. So if you want to check them out, just click on them, I guess. Okay, so according to NASA, the moon is the only place beyond Earth that humans have ever set foot on, which, you know, that's kind of obvious. Uh, it is the brightest and largest object in the night sky. The moon makes Earth more livable, makes it like a more livable planet by moderating the planet's wobble on its axes, and it leads to a stable climate. Uh, more about that, the moon causes tides, and it is said to have been formed when a Mars-sized body collided with Earth, basically saying that, like, the moon could probably be made of, like, other stuff from a different planet or something, and parts of the Earth. So Earth's moon is the fifth largest of 200-plus moons in our solar system, which I actually never knew that. Um, its name, the moon, comes from the fact that people didn't know that there were, like, other moons until Galileo had discovered them in 1610. Um, NASA currently has three robotic spacecrafts that explore the, you know, like, explore the moon. So there's the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, and then there's the twin Artemis spacecrafts, which are not the same as the Artemis program, because that program is about bringing astronauts back to the moon. Um, so it's fun fact, I guess, the moon is 240,000 miles from the Earth. And it's weird because the moon is, sorry, the Earth is only 8,000 miles in diameter, like roughly. And the moon is 2,000, uh, 2,160 miles in diameter. So it's like really big amount of space in between them. And the moon's surface is covered in asteroid marks and pits, which is kind of a given thing, right? Okay, so I'm going to start off with our first conspiracy theory. And this is a pretty, I think, pretty well-known one. Like, if you have any knowledge of conspiracy theories, you probably know about the idea that people think the moon landing is, you know, was faked. So uh, this theory, I guess, apparently comes from a man named Bill Casing. Uh, it is said that it began as, like, a hunch, he said. Um, and it was basically... It was based on the fact that he didn't think that the United States had the technological prowess to make it to the moon, like at least to make it to the moon and back. He was like, we don't have the technology for that. There's no way, a.k.a. it's faked. Um, so it said it later turned into a true conviction because like he said at first it was just like a hunch. And then eventually he was like, no, 100%, this never happened. So according to The Guardian, um, in 1767, I'm quoting them exactly, by the way, in 1770, in 1976, he self-published a pamphlet called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion swindle, which sought evidence for his conviction by means of grainy photocopies and ludicrous theories. Yet somehow he established a few perennials that are kept alive to this day in Hollywood movies and Fox News documentaries, Reddit forums and YouTube channels. All right, so just from that information alone, like, what do you have to say, Ella? Uh, I mean, I don't know how much I believe this guy. Personally, I think, you know, he says it's too easy. Like, humans could not have done that. But 
I mean, I think we've made a lot of technological advancements. I think it's entirely possible. I mean, I th- I think this guy just, you know, he isn't smart enough. Sorry, man. I, I don't agree. believe this at all. I agree. Like, it's really weird that the main, his main idea was like a hunch that we lacked yeah. the technology to make it to the moon and back, which like, okay, I could understand somewhat, maybe depending on what year you're looking at, but like 1976, I like have no doubt that the technology, I mean, I, I, obviously, I don't believe this theory, but like, I find that there's no doubt that like, as a civilization, like we had, we didn't have the technology. I think there was obviously the technology because I mean, it's kind of been proven that we did go to the moon or well, not we, but you know what I mean? And it's like, I never also, another thing that's kind of surprising to me is that I never knew like it was traced back to like a single person. Yeah, me neither. I feel like it was probably a lot of people Mm -hmm. who were kind of suspicious and like didn't really believe it. And then I, my guess is that it was kind of this one guy who like formulated it and then kind of put it all together and everyone kind of used him as a model after that. Um, But I definitely think that there were probably like a ton of other people who like, were suspicious for the sake of being suspicious um yeah definitely like I mean I feel like at some point like to see that on tv at the time like I always asked my dad because I think um 17 1976 yeah my dad was around to like he told me that he was watching tv when that happened and as I'm sure like a lot of our generation's parents are you know they saw that happen and like he told me that uh it was so like weird for them to see the spaceship leaving and then like only a while after they had seen the video and everything like that and I think that's like another aspect of the moon conspiracy like the fake landing that sometimes left out it's like to con like sure you could say NASA was trying to con other countries right but then it was like, that would also mean NASA's trying to con the entire American population as well as the entire world population by like, because yeah. they showed on TV the rocket leaving. I don't know. It's like, it's weird to me that people believe this, but yeah. I have some more stuff to get into. Of like, Yeah. I mean, we'll get into this later, but with my conspiracy theory also, it was definitely a lot of like NASA, you know, doesn't want us to know this and they're keeping mm-hmm. stuff up, stuff from us and like you know governments and all that stuff so I think it's a lot of people feeling like you know we're not getting the whole truth but I I don't really think that's true but I think it's interesting how like all these kind of conspiracy theories kind of come back to that yeah that's like that's really true that's a good point like almost I think for almost every conspiracy theory because I mean sure there's like theories about you know like ghosts and like aliens which we can always get into but I feel like something that formulates like a conspiracy theory is obviously that somebody's conspiring against you or something like that. And so, you know, I a lot of it comes from, like, distrust in the government, and that's such a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'll, like, a couple more hey. facts about this Bill Continue. guy and, and what he had to say. So, like, despite the uh, ton of evidence that had, that, like, was brought back after the moon landing, so just a couple things, there was 382 kilograms of moon rock that was collected across six missions, and these were from, like, various uh, 
countries. It was like the United States, Russia, I'm pretty sure China's up there too. Um, and images from the NASA Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter that had shown like footprints that astronauts had made in moon dust. The belief in the moon hoax had continued to spread. Um, and it was like since 1969. And it is said that 5% of the population, which is 400 million people, believe the moon hoax theory. Like I had to do some math for that and it took me a minute, but like that's so many that's, people. That's a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I think it also in part kind of like discredits like, like the tons and tons of scientists who like worked really hard to make it to the moon. And it was such a huge like technological advancement that mm. I feel like it's kind of like unfair for so, I mean, I think I, I do get why a lot of people thought that because it was such like a big accomplishment. It almost seemed improbable. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think in part, it's kind of like discredits all the people who worked really hard to, uh, that's, that's to make it true. a possibility and uh, make it like something that really happened. Yeah. that I mean, that's definitely so true. Like I couldn't imagine being like a scientist and you've worked so hard and it's like that. I mean, there's so many movies and documentaries about the process that like, you know, NASA scientists went into um, you know, like launching, uh, like not even to the moon. I mean, there were the tests before where they were just sent into orbit and all these things. And it's such a process where like, if even like one number of your math didn't add up, you could be risking people's lives. And it's probably like, so, you know, like terrible for scientists to, I mean, obviously the mass population does not believe this theory, which I think is a very good thing because I don't know like where we would be as a as a people if everybody were to believe this. But also like I feel like just having that many people is also like such a slap in the face to like all the hard work that was put into this. I don't know that I would feel that way, if, I think. But I also can't imagine that feeling. So just some more. And I found this quote from The Guardian to be like, I don't know, kind of funny to me. So it said, among 9-11 truthers, anti-vaxxers, chemtrailers, flat earthers, Holocaust deniers, and Sandy Hook conspiracy conspiracists, the idea that the moon landings were faked isn't even a source of anger anymore. It's just a given fact. And like, that's so true because I've definitely met people who like follow conspiracy theories to death. Like, it's just fact. There's no debate about it. It's not even a theory anymore. It's, it's, and I think that's just so funny for them. I mean, I see that as funny. Obviously, those are serious topics. But for them to, like, group, you know, moon, people who think the moon landing was fake into the same group as people who thought the Holocaust didn't happen and, like, 9-11 truthers, which I'm not entirely sure what a 9-11 truther is, but I'm, I have a feeling that it's uh, that theory that 9-11 was staged by the United States government, but that's something for another day. But I don't know. It's just like, those are such extremes to me. And I guess I always saw it that the moon landing conspiracy theory was kind of like, I always saw it as somewhat of a joke, but I don't know. It's, it's weird to see that it's, it's looped in with people who follow such like serious theories, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's crazy because, I mean, I think in a part, in part, like even tying it not just to the to the moon landing, but like I think it can be dangerous when you know it's scientifically proven, and yet here there are like people debating it and saying like this isn't true, this isn't right. Like 
what you were saying before, like vaccines and stuff, like even though it's been scientifically proven and it, it, it has happened, the more people are like, no, this is dangerous and putting out these conspiracy theories that they believe wholeheartedly without any solid evidence can be like dangerous. But I also agree with you. I think it's kind of funny how you definitely can group all these crazy conspiracy theories and group them all together because there are a lot of people who believe all of them and it's it's kind of crazy yeah it, it definitely is all right uh, this is my last like blurb of information <laughs> so it said that one of the main bases for the se- for the theory and these are kind of like the uh, what i'm about to get into is like reasons why people kind of came up with this theory so it's that there's no stars are visible in like the pictures and videos of the astronauts um, and that it's like a blank space. Another is the lack of a blast crater under the landing module. So I'm just going to assume that's either when the spaceship landed on the moon or when it was taking off, either or. And a third is to do with the way shadows fall, which I'm not entirely sure how you would go about that, but we can get into it. Um, until his death in 2005, Casing, sadly, he died. Casing uh, had maintained the opinion that the whole thing was a fraud saying it's well documented that NASA was often badly managed and had poor quality control. He told Wired in 1994. But as of 1969, we could suddenly perform man flight upon man flight with complete success. It's just um, it's just against all statistical odds. So according to The Guardian, he was right about like quoting The Guardian, because I don't think he was right. But quoting The Guardian, he was right about that at least, in quotations. When the Soviets had launched uh, Sputnik 1 in October of 1957, there was like no United States space program. And then NASA had been founded in 1958 and had managed to launch the Alan Shepard mission into space in May of 1961. So like, I kind of get, that's my last bit of information, but I kind of get what he means when saying like, it's kind of insane how we, you know, uh, just out of nowhere, we're certainly able to launch people into space, not very consistently because a lot of time goes into that. It's definitely not like a, I mean, even now we only have a space mission every once in a while. So like, I can get his point about how it was, it was definitely relatively quickly, like within three years, some like there was already a space mission of some sort but like I like how he says against like statistical odds so he's sort of crediting some principle of math trying to disprove something that has been proven in a sense through math because there's all the calculations that were put into launching people into space which is obviously based in math right and he's trying to use statistical odds to say that that isn't possible. So I don't know. It's kind of ironic to me. What do you think? You know, I kind of, I see where he's coming from in a sense, but I think a lot of it comes back to, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not an expert, but I think, I mean, I do think it's, you know, while that's really impressive that they were able to do all this and just, I think it was like three years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think really they did have a lot of people working on this. And I think a lot of the technology that was used already kind of existed just in different forms. Like, I don't think, obviously, I don't think we had like any spaceships before this or anything or rockets or anything previously to like this creation. But I think a lot of the technology that was used to create this already existed in some form or another. So I think, well, I think it's like really impressive and I, I do see where he's coming from. I do think that, I do think it's entirely possible Um, But again, this could be me being a little bit biased because I 
believe that the moon landing was real. Um, so no, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean that's true for uh, like any type of um, any type of sorry, any type of technological advancement. I mean, like when I mean that's comparable to sort of if you imagine we had a bicycle, right, and then you had a car. Mm-hmm. Like the fundamentals for a bicycle are almost the same as a car. I mean, I'm not some engineer, so I'm going off of like my little knowledge. But when you think about it, it's like a bike has its components of some amount of energy is asserted into the machine that then produces movement. And a car is basically the same thing. I mean, it has a metal frame, it has wheels and all these things, and you have steer steerings and stuff like that. So you're definitely right about how the technology existed, just not in that form. And we had the principles for all of these things, just not in the extreme form that is uh, going to outer space, right? Yeah, you know, I think a great example of that is also, it's almost like the opposite, where it's like they, like a lot of like um, technological advancements in the medical field came from a lot of um, uh, like NASA's technology that even some technology that never made it to space was used because it had a lot of the same principles that were able to be used in medical technology. Um, I'm not sure where I read that, but I can definitely find it. Um, But I think it's really interesting how even though it's kind of taking from NASA first, it's kind of the same idea where, you know, these like medical tech, this medical technology didn't just spring up overnight, but it was originally supposed to be used for something else. But I think it's kind of like a similar example to what's very possible to explain why it only took them three years to create this. Um, which is still very impressive. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's definitely true. That's like a great point. All right, guys. So now we're going to move on. Uh, I researched another conspiracy theory that I kind of think is hilarious. And, you know, I just want to preface this by saying that personally, I don't really believe this is true, but I think it's really interesting. Um it's the conspiracy theory that the moon is actually an alien spaceship. Um, I'm excited for this. Yeah. So I, as we kind of talked about before, I'm sure this kind of had a lot of different origins, but the guy who kind of really got this theory popular, I want to say, was this guy named Scott C. Waring. Um, and he has a website that you can and should check out. It's called ufosightingsdaily.com. Um, so in, yeah, it's, it's really, really interesting. You should definitely check it out. He does a lot of other conspiracy theories that are all UFO related. Um, but specifically looking at the moon, uh, back in 2013, um, he found these two photos of the moon that showed, um, what he thought to be a doorway into the moon and a UFO coming out of it. Um, one photo has a UFO in it, and one of them is just uh, the quote-unquote door um, without the UFO. Uh, he says that he reported these photos to NASA back in 2013, but this article that he published on his page um, is dated from 2019. Um, so it's a couple years later, and basically what he says is that um, – he reported these photos to NASA and they got taken down. So uh, it's his belief that NASA is using his page um, and using the information that he publishes to edit their photos. Uh, But 
yeah, I, I guess I'll get into it. Um, so these pictures have this, it's the top left corner and it's kind of like a cutout square almost. And it's just kind of pitch black inside of it. And there's this small object where if you zoom in, it's like circular and has this other, basically it looks like what you think a typical UFO would look like. Um, and he says that aliens, he believes, would have the technology to make an opening in the moon this size. Um, he predicts that this opening is like 100 meters long, which is kind of insanely large for a hole in the moon. Um, he also says that he thinks that this UFO is flying upwards to meet the Apollo 14 lunar lander. Uh and that he says that this UFO, if you zoom in, it's, you know, very bumpy and it has ridges and how aliens are, he characterizes aliens as being, you know, lazy. And, um, and I'm quoting him here that aliens have, quote, technology up the butt, uh, unquote. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he says this is like 100% proof that there are aliens in the moon, but you know, he goes on to explain that he thinks the reason that NASA took these photos down is because, you know, what would the public think if the public found proof that there were aliens um, inside the moon? And, you know, we can't let the public know this. It would be panic. It would be chaos. It would, you know, quote, it would ensue and world governments would be in turmoil, unquote. So, you know, I personally... I don't really believe this. I personally, he says that, I mean, he says that this UFO, you know, it's, it's got bumps and it's got ridges and it's very, he uses the word bio, it's a biomechanical creation. Um, personally, I think it's just really low quality and very grainy. Um, and that's why I feel like we can't trust this photo and why I don't really believe a lot of what's in this article. I think it's a very interesting idea. Um, I think the more likely reason why NASA took it down is because these photos um, were inaccurate or were, you know, inaccurate or some sort of mistake because, or either that, or um, I'm not sure why else they would have taken it down. But I think another reason that could explain what's in the photos is just, uh, you know, they call it um, this thing called pareidolia is how you pronounce it where it's kind of like, kind of make, it's a psychological mind trick, they call it, that kind of makes you see things that aren't there, where it's kind of like, um, you know, if you see a face in a doorway or something like that, where it's not really a face, but, you know, your mind kind of associates it with a face. So NASA has a couple articles that kind of like credit this type of, they don't talk about this photo directly, but this kind of stuff as this psychological trick so you know lucas what do you think about this i i mean i i definitely don't believe this theory but i like it because this to me is like the 101 of what i love about conspiracy theories i don't really like agree with a lot of conspiracy theories but this is definitely like what i love about them where like it's the vigor and like the passion that this guy has like he said it's a hundred percent proof and by the way for any yeah. pictures that ella or i mentioned um well, they'll definitely be put up in the video so don't worry about that yeah and links will also be included where this information came yes from. um and i think it's funny how like 
he's talking about an opening in the moon and and like oh god and that the ufo is a biochemical biomechanical machine like that's so that's so like a sci-fi and i like how he called aliens like lazy that was so funny to me and and like that they're what what did he say something about how like they were willing to I don't even know what. The fact that the UFO was rigid and all this stuff means that aliens are lazy. Yeah, he kind of made a lot of connections that, I mean, I guess you could make them, but I don't think they're very plausible connections. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. He also said, you know, in this corner where it's just kind of like this cutout, like, square that he says is a doorway, there's kind of this, like, faint kind of circle line, and he kind of credits this as being like well that's like the inner shell and like that's where the spaceships are housed and um <laughs> you know it i don't know i don't know i mean you know in 20 years we could be like wow who's laughing now but personally i just i don't know something about it man i don't know i agree like i definitely i mean you can't like Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't want to say anything weird. Like, I feel like you can't a hundred percent definitively say that the moon is not an alien spaceship. I mean, we talk about this kind of stuff in our theory of knowledge class that like this is not something that is technically provable. Like, if you guys uh, understand like the concepts of proving and stuff like that, this is definitely not something you can't not I mean, prove. But I feel it's like some- you could definitely. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but I feel mm-hmm. like you could definitely like. I don't know, send a spaceship and, like, drill into the... I mean, I yeah. feel like that would be, like, why would you do that? Because I feel like most people kind of come to the consensus that it's not an alien spaceship. Yeah, like, but that's kind of what I do see what, what you're mean. saying, where it's, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what kind of what I mean. Like, from what we understand now about the moon, you can't prove that it's not an alien spaceship unless you were to send something to drill into it or whatever. But, like... Obviously, like you said, the general consensus is that the moon is not an alien spaceship. It's like, I mean, they're with the stuff, like I had mentioned, the rocks that were brought back from the moon. We know information about the moon, how it's like, how it has, and not necessarily layers, but there's like aging to the rocks and all these different things. Um, But I like how the guy said that, uh, Scott C. Warren, I like how he said that he reported the pictures to NASA and that they then took them down to avoid public mass hysteria. And I just think that's so, I don't know, that's such a funny concept to me about this guy was like, I just cracked the code. There's aliens. NASA needs to know about this door on the moon that houses alien spaceships. Let me send it to NASA so they can know about this. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's this, obviously there's this thing about, like, you know, see, if you see something, say something. But I think this takes it to a whole nother level of, like, like, like what you had mentioned about the para, paradolia, like seeing something like mind tricks, seeing something that isn't really there. Like, that's kind of interesting to see to such an extreme that it can be taken. Like, this guy mm-hmm. is like, there is an opening in the moon where spaceships fly out of and the government needs to know about it. And then yeah. he's saying how the government's also against him to avoid mass hysteria. I don't know. I like yeah. this theory. I definitely don't believe it, but I like it. Yeah. So like you were saying, it's kind of like in the beginning, 
um, from what he writes, it sounds like he's like, you know, people need to know about this, but then these photos are taken down, and then this article is written, like, six years after he finds this, this, um, this evidence, and so he's kind of, the last line in his article is, um, quote, that's why NASA exists, to control what the public knows, so I, it's definitely something. It's definitely something. Um, <laughs> that's that's a loaded sentence. That's why NASA exists really to control the public. Yeah. yeah that's because, like... Yeah. I mean, it, he know. kind of takes a turn from when he's first like, you know, people have to know about this to... That is just... It's a loaded sentence, like you're saying. It's, it definitely is. Yeah. Like, to say that NASA... I mean, it's a loaded sentence to say any government agency, its purpose is to make sure people stay misinformed. I mean, you could argue certain things for, let's say, like the CIA or the FBI, but those are for different purposes. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not everything that the CIA knows and that the FBI knows. Obviously, all, all of that information is not released to us for, like, public security reasons. But to say that NASA's whole purpose is to hide information from the public like just about anything. I mean, sure, sure, space. You could say that NASA definitely hides stuff from us. I wouldn't say its purpose is to hide things from us. It's definitely like they need to process the information, and then every now and again they release things about you know like oh we discovered a new planet and all this stuff. But I mean, yeah. this is. I like also a- definitely think oh. that. Oh no, you can continue. <laughs> oh no, that I was going to say this is like what what I had talked about earlier, like a quintessential conspiracy theory about like the government is against you the government it's always about the government and these conspiracy theories but go ahead with what you're saying no yeah i was just gonna say that um yeah uh, a lot of like oh gosh now i forgot what i was gonna say oh <laughs> man sorry <laughs> it's okay um but like on the subject, uh, mm-hmm. I did spend a while on his page, and I do have another interesting theory oh. that I would also like to share with you. Um, it is very similar, but it is not that the moon is an alien space station. It's that there are buildings, alien buildings, on the dark side of the moon. Oh, I'm here for this, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, um, wait. Actually, just a fun fact before we like start mm-hmm. get into that theory. Something I found out about the moon, like, a, a while ago, because I always, I don't know, like, I always watch those, like, weird animated scientific videos and stuff like that, but I um I found out that the moon, because the moon doesn't have the same type of orbit as the Earth, so it's, like, one part of the moon is almost always dark, and one part of the moon is almost always with the sun, so it's, like, on one side of the moon, it's, like, negative I think almost like a hundred something degrees. And on the other side, it's like extreme hot temperatures where like you would boil if you were on it. So like, this is, I'm definitely excited to hear this because I feel like this theory might combat science, but I'm excited. Yeah, Go ahead. Sorry. That's really interesting. Um, Yeah. So if you go to his page and you, there's a little drop down here that goes moon buildings. And in this, he attaches and explains there are 231 photos that he believes proves that there are um, buildings or structures on the dark side of the moon. So he picked up this book a while ago, and it's called Lunar Orbiter Photographic Atlas of the Near Side of the Moon. And in a couple of photos, there are um, 
a few images that partially show the dark side of the moon. And there are these what look like white buildings. Um, I'm going to give them credit here. They do look a little... Okay, personally, again, I don't believe this conspiracy theory. Um, they do look... These, like, little white patches do look different from the surrounding parts of the moon. Um, however, I personally believe that there can be several other explanations for this. Um, but other than that, there are also a lot of pictures that kind of show not, like, these, like, what could look like a cluster of buildings, but more um, photo after photo of, like, this seems too geometric to have happened naturally kind of images where it's mm -hmm. like that line looks way too straight that looks way too rectangular where i feel like that's that's you know true like that's really geometric but i feel like doesn't necessarily mean that it's a really long thin building on the surface of the moon um but you know definitely interesting to see the photos there's one that's interesting it looks like like a cluster i don't want to say a cluster of craters but it looks pretty similar um, and he credits this as an alien base on the dark side of the moon. So, I mean, I think it's, this is a lot I was reading in, um, let's see, it's called the International Business Times, and it's an article called UFO Researcher Claims to Have Found Alien City in the Dark Side of the Moon, and it's, again, it's about Scott C. Waring, and it brings up again this idea that we brought up before of um, pareidolia. Again, okay. I don't really know if I'm saying that right, but it, this talks about a little bit more how it's, you know, it's definitely cool, but, and there are quite a few NASA articles from NASA themselves um, about this, which is really interesting about seeing like these images and these photos mm -hmm. um, that maybe were kind of like, you know, the face of the moon that's not really face, we just kind of make it look that way, where it's like, that's not really a long, thin building on the surface of the moon, but it can seem like it to us kind of theory. Um, yeah. And there are a couple NASA articles on this where they use, like, rocks on the surface of Mars or, like, faces in these, like, um, uh, these x-rays of uh, stars that have exploded where you're like that could totally be a hand or a face but they're like no guys it's not really a hand or a face so that's that's really interesting that you know like nasa sort of like acknowledges some of these conspiracy theories um and it kind of goes out of their way to like i guess you could say disprove them because i would definitely call yeah. it disproving it but yeah that's so interesting how we found another theory that ties into this idea of pareidolia um mm -hmm. but and that's so like funny to me how the guy said like he has how many pictures did you say 231 231 pictures yeah that's of what he thinks are buildings on the moon i mean you got to give it to him he's dedicated for sure oh, i mean he's yeah. he's taken on the system here but uh -huh. <laughs> but that's Wow. I mean, that's a that's a very extreme theory as well, similarly to, to the first one about it being a spaceship. That also you said that there was this one building he called the alien hub, like yeah, the alien they, base. The, on the alien side of base. Moon. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> imagine there's just like a bunch of aliens living on the moon, and <laughs> they all live in one crazy metropolis. It's like city. Yeah, it kind of looks like a stick figure to me. 
to be honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I don't know. That's definitely like, I think that could explain this. Like, like you had mentioned, I mean, we keep bringing it up, but it's definitely mm-hmm. true. Pareidolia, like a, like a psychological mind trick. Like that's that, that, that could definitely explain a lot of, I don't know about explain, but sort of come up with a lot of these conspiracy theories about like where you see certain things where they yeah. just aren't there. And that's, the, but that's something interesting about the human brain, how the human brain can do that. But. Yeah, there's another interesting explanation that it's in another NASA article oh, where yeah. it's like there's this one face that was taken by NASA's Viking spacecraft in 1976. And, you know, in this first photo, you're like, wow, that really does look like a face. That's really cool. Um, And it's on Mars. But what it says is that another photo of the same spot was taken um uh, years later and or it was enhanced the same photo was enhanced by technology and when you kind of clear up the resolution you realize it it doesn't really look like a face at all it's just the way that you know the image was captured how first of all it's low quality resolution um and you know putting that in a higher quality resolution and you know looking at it as it really is changes a lot between the first and the second photo the first one you're like wow there's like the there's the mouth and there's the eyes but you know in the second photo you're like well it's a couple of craters but maybe so I definitely think maybe in a couple years time when we even have better technology just like how this kind of like disproved this other face theory on Mars I feel like definitely with the advancement of like technology maybe that would also help uh disprove some of these theories or I guess you know maybe these guys are hoping it would prove it but I think it's more likely, in my opinion, that they would be disproven. But yeah, that what do you think? I I agree with what you're saying about how technology in the future could help uh, sort of like disprove these theories. Well, I mean, I don't think there's anything to disprove. I think there's just something, yeah. you know. But uh, like, I think yeah, you're right about how it goes both ways about how some people who follow these theories hope that in the future technology will tell them that they're true, while other people are saying like, no, technology is going to tell you that you're wrong. Um, and mm-hmm. that's that's yeah i mean i don't know these conspiracy theories are definitely kind of funny in their own quirky way mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's that's for sure mm-hmm. they're really interesting to to look at i mean it's i think it's interesting how a lot of like these photos are like yeah i see how that could be a face um but i feel like we have tons of rocks that looks like that look like faces on earth so i i think it's interesting how people want to believe it's alien heads that have become fossils over time um and how i feel like there's so many other explanations but i think it's interesting how people kind of jump to that one Mm -hmm. that's i the alien heads and rocks man that gets me yeah because i feel like i feel like everybody at some point has had something like that i mean where Mm -hmm. you know you think you see something that isn't there and like that goes as far from like oh my god I woke up at night and I saw this like black figure in my room to I mean seeing space alien rocks like Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. okay guys so that was definitely a very lively discussion we didn't debate a whole lot but I really liked this for our first episode um Elle I'm not sure if you have anything to add No, I mean, I think that was really fun because 
um, you know, we both researched something different. So it was really interesting to to learn something new and to uh, I definitely laugh at it a little bit. Yeah, for definitely. More than a little bit. So this is really, really fun. Yeah. Okay. So definitely tune in next week. Uh, we'll be releasing a new podcast then. And um, make sure to follow the Instagram page. And that'll be linked below. Um, and like I said earlier, the links for all our research will be uh, as well in the description. So thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.